All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We have Brandon Copeland here, um, and we're going to open it up. We're just going to start with questions. And uh, first one in will be Alan Siegel. Brandon, welcome to New England. Thank you. Thanks. What um, What was your opinion playing with the teams you played with the few teams watching the Patriots, and what sort of um, do you connect and want to connect with this team? Sorry, say so it chopped up a little bit. I think you said, "What is what was my opinion playing with yeah. former what team?" Of yeah, what was your opinion of playing, watching from afar from other teams against the Patriots? And when you became a free agent and stuff, what what brought you to England? Yeah, I think the the opinion uh, when you watch when you know obviously going against the Patriots is there a team that does not make a lot of mistakes. Um, and, and you have to, you know, as, as coaches, every single week you try to go into individual players and literally, you know, every week when you're going against, quote-unquote, a dynasty, right, not even a quote-unquote, a dynasty like the Patriots, you know, you, you try to, coaches try to sell you and tell you, you know, we don't have to play superhuman, you don't have to do all X, Y, and Z, right, we just got to play our game and I'll play them, you know. But ultimately, the coach is telling you that they understand that you actually have to play uh, pretty damn well to to compete and keep up uh, with these guys because as a unit they move and 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 you know I'm proud to say we move um, as a unit collectively and you know you just when you look at them on on looking at them in the past on film you know you 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 could tell that there was a lot of trust on the field in terms of people being in the right position the right time uh, not too many guys trying to uh do multiple jobs in the sense of feeling like they need to overcompensate for the man next to them and, and so i think that that you know they 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 vibe really well as a team in the years that i've looked at them and, and gone against them um and as a free agent you know coming ha having an opportunity um to be a part of this organization uh you know it, it's just organization i think the simplest way to put it is uh, <laughs> there are certain things that you do in life where you say you, where you have that tagline, so to speak, and you don't have to explain anything else after that, right? And and this is going in my fifth team, my eighth season in the NFL, and you know once I told a couple of my buddies, you know, or some uh, a random person, you know, hey, you know, I'm playing with the Patriots now. I don't. Period. Right. And I know this might come off. I hope this doesn't come off as arrogant or anything like that. But it's like at that point in time, whoever I'm talking to understands that I'm a, a legit player. Right. Just because you wouldn't even make it into this organization unless you were. Um, and it reminds me of my my rookie year. For example, I played with the Baltimore Ravens, another, you know, uh, another, you know, pretty well-established franchise, so to speak. And I remember my rookie year, one of our first our first defensive meeting, you know, it was 26 of us rookies in the meeting and, and the coordinator at the time, Dean Pease, comes in and he says, listen, you don't even make it in this room unless you are an animal, right? Unless you're just a, a, a legit athlete, defensive player, savage-like on the field, you don't even make it in this room. So let's, let's take that out the equation. Now, what'll keep you in this room is your attention to detail, your preparation, all of those types of things. And so I think, you know, it, it's eight years later, being an undrafted free agent, 
you know, at that time I'm wide eyed and just trying to, you know, keep keep up. Now, eight years later, to come and step into another organization that's that's like that, um, I'm I'm extremely excited. Next question will be uh, Mike Petraglia, followed by Mike Reese. Thanks, Stacey. Uh, Brandon, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Uh, you have a unique background, graduating from the University of Pennsylvania in a degree, I believe, that matches your head coach, uh, Bill Belichick. Have you had a chance to talk with him, and is he aware that you both have the economics degree as a background? Uh, that's a great question. Yes, I've had the chance to talk with him. Uh, I have, I'm not sure. I didn't even know that he had a economics background. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, but no, I, we haven't particularly spoken about that. If I, if I can follow up, how do you think your, um, experience at the university of Pennsylvania, you've been with, you know, several NFL teams, but your experience, uh, as an undrafted free agent, making it with the Ravens. Uh, has helped you along in your career? Yeah, I think um, to come into the league and to go to a franchise like that, it, it, it was, I think, well, let's backtrack. So undrafted free agent from the University of Pennsylvania, I played defensive line my entire life. My grandfather played for 11 years in the NFL, uh, won the Super Bowl with the Baltimore Colts. He lost Super Bowl three to Joe Namath and those guys. Uh, he was a defensive end, hand in the dirt all the time. I was like that my entire life. I got to Baltimore, and I thought that I was, you know, you're going to be an outside linebacker, linebacker. And I get there, and I'm a middle linebacker, right? So from the jump, uh, you know, you go from going forward your entire life to now, you know, the year after Ray Lewis retires, now you're making calls. And, and to be quite honest with you, at the time, I remember thinking about, it's funny thinking about it now, but I remember trying to learn coverages and I'm relating, you know, the certain drops in the coverage to the little color bubbles on it, right? Uh, for me, I think that the University of Pennsylvania degree or just just uh, my ambition and will understanding how to study and what works for me and what allows to retain information helped me fast track and learn how to play middle linebacker quick enough to keep my foot in the door in Baltimore, uh, to give me a chance to here today, if that makes sense, right? Um, would it also happen that season as well, that fourth preseason game, I'm sure I was probably going to be cut. I mean, I know I had to be a camp body, to be quite honest with you. Looking at the linebacker room with Jamil Lane, Josh Bynes, Albert McClellan, who was here, um, you know, a bunch of other guys. and and that fourth preseason game, somebody went down right before half, and I played outside linebacker. And in a half, you know, and that, you know that's old school fourth preseason game. You're just trying to to make it through. And and you know, I I had a bunch of tackles. And I remember Ted Monachino calling from the sideline, telling me when to go and when to drop because I hadn't practiced that. It hadn't earned it at all the entire camp. Um, but. I did very well at it. I think I got like seven tackles in a quarter or something like that. And it's funny thinking about it in reflection, that's kind of my NFL career, right? In terms of being able to be put in different situations and actually thrive, right? Um, and I think that that, you know, I, I wasn't, there wasn't a class about this at, at Penn in terms of like, hey, let's be thrown in the quote unquote fire and, and you know, sink 
I mean, or, or, or let's be going in the water and, and swim, so to speak, but being able to pick up information quickly um, and then use the athletic gifts to, to make sure that, that, you know, I can show off my talents as well has helped me. And, and again, eight years later, it's, it's worked. So thank you. Thank uh, you. Next question, Mike Reese, followed by Doug Kite. Brandon, nice to meet you face to face. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Everything's going great. Thank you. Um, I was looking back through some pictures of your career, and I remember seeing you in 48, 51, and 95 at various points. So just yeah. like curious what, what you have now, if anything, if do you have one yeah. yet or no, no, I'm I'm curious. I know I, I really like 51, but I know Jawan uh Bentley has that. So um, you know, we'll we'll see. Um We'll see. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to get into the uh, locker room or anything like that and have those comments. Hopefully, a rookie doesn't come and just take whatever I want, you know. There you go. <laughs> and but what I was most curious about, Brandon, was um, you're entering a new team at a very interesting time, you know, where yeah. you can't get into the facility. So, one, what has that process been like in terms of getting acclimated? And two, You've, you've actually been pretty active in the community. And so I'd be curious to know like what you're doing in that area to help yeah. people through this pandemic. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, so yeah, I think for me, obviously it's definitely different not being able to be with the team, uh, especially, you know, being the first year guy, you know, obviously I'm not a rookie. I, I know what to expect, but you know, it's just something different getting in the locker room with, with guys and, and working next to guys and, you know, pushing each other in workouts. And so that they can start to understand who I am, uh, not only as a person, but also as a player and a teammate, right? Uh, pushing them through stuff, them pushing me, all of those types of things. You, you can't, we won't be able to replicate or get that time back per se, right? Like I, you know, I'm not gonna, you, know, you can't fabricate that. And for me personally, like I, I'm in, uh, we have a townhouse in New Jersey. We have a one-car garage. I've turned that into a pseudo gym uh, to train. But again, that's me, and sometimes my dad. And, and, and you know, it's 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 not necessarily the same. Clearly, but regardless, it is what it is, right? Uh, one of the things, the best, one of the best lessons I ever learned my rookie year as well is you can't stress what you can't control. I can't control. Everything like you know, I can't control whether we can go to facility or not. I can't control this this pandemic. Uh, clearly, I wish it wasn't here, but I can't control it. All I can control is my workout for the day, my nutrition, my habits. The you know the the things that I actually have over. I'm focusing on making sure that I maximize. Uh, you know, excuse my language, maximizing the hell out of those each and every single day, right? Um, and I'm also using this as to be quite. This is time where, you know, I probably, uh, my wife and I have a nine month old, he'll be 10 months on Saturday. You know, if everything was normal, we'd probably be long distance at this time. She works for Google in New York. And so home base is New Jersey. She's from here and, and everything like that. And, and uh, you know, she's feeding baby boy. I can't feed now. So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, uh, we, We'd probably be distant. So again, I'm you know you got to take the good with the the bad, so to speak, in the sense of I'm, it's an opportunity. He just started crawling a couple of weeks ago. I would have missed that if I wasn't here, right? So, uh, so that's that. In the community, uh, I'm 
I, I, I teach a class on financial literacy, so I'm used to the virtual space. You know, we had to convert everything to the virtual space, uh, just like the, the NFL has had to, and, and you guys are, are having to. Uh, so it's an adjustment we all have to make, and, and I'm getting, I'm very comfortable in it. Uh, started doing some webinars for for players for financial literacy. Also, my foundation, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm big in terms of trying to make sure I'm pulling others up the ladder as I go. My foundation is called Beyond the Basics Inc. Uh, what we're doing, we're doing a, a first ever virtual football camp. I think it's probably the first ever virtual football camp. That'll be next Saturday. Uh, typically, we were going on our fifth annual football camp. We really, to be quite honest, care nothing about football. Um, we have NFL players there as the draw, but literally we did a thousand. All the kids came last year. They did a thousand book bags, filled them up with school supplies, a thousand hygiene kits, um, and, and passed them to Baltimore City. Uh, then we also talk about character traits, and they all turn in their report cards and get prizes based on good character traits with good grades. Uh, but is we're trying to make sure we take that and embody that in the virtual camp space next Saturday. Uh, so really looking forward to it. Uh, as well, as we're doing a lot of food initiatives, there's a lot of people who are hungry at this time. Uh, and, and so we've partnered with a couple organizations to not only deliver food to people in extreme, extreme need, right? Like, like, they don't know where their next meal is going to come. So delivering them a week's worth of groceries in Baltimore, um, as well as delivering food, buying food from local mom and pop shops in the Baltimore area. That's my hometown and delivering it directly to healthcare workers in the hospitals. So, you know, you got your COVID wings, your ICU wings and all of that type of stuff, but supporting those local mom and pop shops. And then finally, uh, going to grocery stores and just swiping uh, up to, we're doing $10,000 in Baltimore, $10,000 in New Jersey, both my wife and I's hometowns. And then finally, we're also going to introduce ourselves to the Boston, New England area by um, doing $10,000 in groceries in impoverished neighborhoods out there. And so hopefully we can start that up in two weeks. Um, really, you know, give you guys a little bit too much probably, but we're just looking for the right uh, not only neighborhood, but also organization, uh, grocery stores that that want to partner in this with us, right? We're we're putting up the money to do it, but I'm sure. I mean, we can all attest that the grocery stores are probably the one of the few companies that aren't hurting right now, and they have these budgets. So why don't you guys throw on some more, and, and we can help more people, so to speak, and, and feed more people. So, uh, you guys are too. So. Next Thank question, you. Doug Hyde, followed by Evan Lazar. Hi, Brandon. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Uh, you, you talked a little bit about your versatility. Do you have a sense of whether you are going to be playing off the line or on the line? And then just another question as well. You talked about your grandfather. I know that Bill Belichick grew up in the Maryland area. Has he talked to you at all about your grandfather? Unfortunately, we haven't had the chance to, you know, have, a, you know, a, extremely long conversations, uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to, to having all of those conversations. I'd love to hear uh, his thoughts. My grandfather, unfortunately, passed away last January as well. So, you know, anytime I can uh, talk about him, I'm, I'm a happy, happy person, right? Uh, happy grandson. But in terms of my own role here, for me, I'm literally going in and just trying to learn as much as possible. 
Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously a linebacker body type, but for me, I'm trying to learn literally. I've realized what keeps me, what has kept me in the league and kept me in the league at it, you know, I won't even put a tag to it, but it kept me in the league for this long and at the level of I play that uh, is the fact that I can do multiple things at a high level. And so for me, I'll never try to take that away. I remember there was a game years ago in Detroit where I went from playing defensive end in a four-point stance to outside linebacker at the Sam linebacker to middle linebacker, the dime linebacker, and all four special teams. Like I literally, and, and I literally, that was my, you know, first active season in the NFL. And I was like, wow, like I'm probably, I'm one of the few person, I remember we played against the Tennessee Titans at the time. And I'm like, wow, like uh, <laughs> I'm probably the one guy in this arena that can play eight different positions today like this, right? So for me, I'm learning anything. I just I trained to become a weapon. And then I decided to let uh, the coaching staff do whatever they want to with me. Next question, Evan Lazar, followed by Mark Daniels. Uh, hey, Brandon, uh, welcome to New England. Uh, Doug kind of just stole my question, but I'll just ask you about special teams, actually. Um, mm -hmm. you, you contribute a lot there in the, with the Jets and just, uh, you know, big thing in New England as well. So just wondering where exactly in special teams you were playing and, and what you like about playing in the kicking game. Yeah, I think, you know, I'll probably be in, I, I don't know, specific positions and all of that type of stuff, but I'll probably be in similar roles I mean, it's it's more of a, a body type thing. I I, would, I think at this point, in terms of you know, punt and punt return and 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 literally everything for me, uh, I'm the guy who my first year I was practice squad. Second year got cut from practice squad after two weeks and sat out the rest of the season. Uh, basically told you're not good enough. Right, did workouts and didn't get a shot. Came back to the combine uh, in 2015 and. That's when I ran a four-five-one and and been playing active ever since. For me, I'll never turn down an opportunity to be on the field. So for me, I, I'm looking forward to getting out there. I've had nothing but battles against, you know, the Patriots in the past teams. So I'm excited to to be with the uh, the good guys, so to speak, and, and and to go to work with these guys. Thanks, Brandon. And two final questions. We'll go Mark Daniels uh, and Ian Steele. Go ahead, Mark. Thanks, Stacey. Uh, hey, Brandon. Um, what, what are your goals going into this first season with the Patriots? And what do you hope that, you know, to, to show to your teammates and fans? And what do you hope they'll learn about you? Yeah, great question. Great question. So um, for me, you know, it, it, I think this is where this virtual space affects that, right? Like it affects your amount of time to get to know your teammate. And to be in the locker room and joke with someone next to you and and create that off the field impact relationship, so to speak, right? Like we can't hang out after <laughs> a workout and all of that type of stuff. So, uh, however, with that being said, with whatever time that we do have, uh, I just want to leave my mark uh, on everyone I come into contact with, and whether that's the uh, the player next to me, the, the player opposite from me on the offensive side, the, the chef, the janitor, right? Like I've been, I've been fortunate to, and the same thing for the, the Patriot fans and followers, I've been forced to, I think, you know, personally leave a, a, a positive mark 
anywhere I go. And for me, that that is the most important thing. When when I, when I step on the field, you know you're going to get all right. There's never going to be what you look at and be like, oh, did he give us all there or not? Right? Like, um, you know you're going to get a fighter. You know you're going to get a dog um, who's going to work his tail off. That's that's base level ground line, right? After that, that's where the true impact is made of like those conversations and, and that person um, and making that true human interaction. And so, you know, I, I pray we get the time to do that regardless of it, regardless of how shortened or whatever uh, of a time we have together to train leading up to the season, you know, it, it's natural when you're sweating and, and pushing each other uh, it's natural that you build those bonds that, that last forever. So. And our last question will be Ian Steele. Thanks, Stacy, Brandon. Thanks for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Nice to meet you. Pleasure's all mine. Uh, you just kind of went through it a little bit there, but you teach, you run a foundation, you are a football player, and you're also going to be playing catch up to get to know teammates, playbooks, and all this. How do you manage your time? And has that been a challenge for you in the past? And how do you plan to do it moving forward with New England? Yeah, compartmentalization. Compartmentalization. I think that, you know, you, you understand what you can affect in moments, right? And so, for example, right now we're in this interview. There's nothing that is affecting that bubble or that space, right? And the same happens when I'm preparing for a game or preparing and watching film during the week or recovering or, or, or anything like that. And, and so for me, uh, compartmentalization is everything and then obviously prioritization. So it is clearly, you know, obviously, you know, God, family, football, as they, but it's making sure that you do everything necessary to make sure that you don't leave this game, this practice, this rep with regrets. And so the only way I can do that is by making sure I exhaust myself in that preparation and that training. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people, not even just in football. I mean, I've just seen it in my own intern experiences and stuff like that. There's a lot of people in this world who leave things with regret because they didn't put in that extra ounce, that extra workout, that extra time, right? And that will never be me. So for me, I always say, quote, cool, make time, right? Like if, if it's something that you really wanna do, make the time to do it. I really wanna make sure that at my funeral, right? Like as grim as that may sound, there's more people talking about the holiday shopping spree we took them on or the, the groceries that we gave them during a crazy time like this than uh, you know, a sack that I'm gonna have this year or something like that. And again, I know that that might be weird to say in a forum like this, but I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. So it's not that it becomes a priority. Football is the key to all of this stuff, right? And I understand that if, it, if without football, football makes all these different things easier, but football is the main focus. You give everything to that. And then once you turn to the other thing, that's when you give 100% to that. And uh, the final thing I'll leave you with, my high school coach used to always say, we were training for, we, I went to a pretty prestigious high school program, football program, Coach uh, Biff Poggi, uh high school that he recently went to. 
got kicked out of the league for being too good, <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, uh, down in Baltimore. ESPN did a story on them and everything like that, St. Francis Academy. Uh, but it was true, true program, and, and motto was building men for others, right? Like trying to build young people who helped other people. But one of the things he always said, and we were damn good in football, uh, you can't work out all day. Like you can't work out for 24 hours, right? So in that other time, instead of me, you know, no offense to people who do, instead of me playing video games or, or something else, I'm just, you know, thinking about my football camp or thinking about, <laughs> you know, a class lesson or, or something like that. So you, know, you make time for the things you want. Brandon, thank you very much. That was very helpful. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back up in New England soon. Likewise. Look forward to meeting you all in person one day. Thank you so much.